Truly, thoughts are things, and powerful things when mixed with definiteness of purpose, persistence, and a burning desire. Welcome to my series. Imagination can take you anywhere. Inspired by the life-changing book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. At seven years old, I discovered a hint of what I was destined to achieve on a global scale. Did I listen? Truth be told, no. Though I still remember until this day. I was born on the 25th of April, which is Anzac Day in Australia, where we remember those that died for us in the war. But something also inspired me about my birth date. It was a character of April O'Neil in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought April O'Neil's role just fascinated me and had a strong attachment to the character because of her strong will and also her name was the same month that I was born. And that's in only the ways only you yourself could describe when you have that inside feeling or thought, you know, that strong attachment. Now, who was April O'Neil? She was a cartoon character in the series and played as a television reporter for Channel 6 News. She was someone who had a strong nature and a passion for her work. She was a capable and independent woman. She was a fearless news reporter who was willing to tell the real stories. She lived in an apartment in New York City, a dream city to be in. And she helped the Ninja Turtles, the good guys, in their missions and for the greater good. The Turtles were my heroes. They exemplified what it takes to be great. They spent time honing their mental and physical skills to achieve their goal of protecting New York City from crime. And April O'Neil was a superhuman to me. She was not afraid of constantly sacrificing her own career in order to serve the Turtles storyline. And the Turtles are a great example of possessing human intelligence and superhuman strength. And in my view, we all possess these hidden talents which we are meant to use. Five years ago, I learned after picking up the book Think and Grow Rich, how true it is that we can really think and grow rich. And it wasn't about being rich in money terms also, but also being rich in life. You know, freedom to express who you really are, especially with your work. You know, my discovery of fulfilling my true destiny did not come at once. It happened over three decades, you know, that burning desire to become a world-class speaker, changing the lives of many and moving people to action to their desired goal. You know, similar to that vision of April O'Neil, helping saving New York City from crime in alliance with the Ninja Turtles, I also had a vision to be able to impact people in a very positive way. 
And then in the book, you know, Think and Grow Rich, when studying the life and success of Edwin C. Barnes, the thing I learned to be truly successful is to be definite with your desire. You know, Barnes, he knew he wanted to become a business associate of the great Edison. And what was most important was that he was ready. This is the question we have to ask ourselves. Are we truly ready? And just like Barnes, when the desire appeared, you know, in my mind when I was seven, I felt I was no in, you know, in no position to act upon it. What stood in my way? And did not even know the right people to make it happen. These type of thoughts can hold us back on following through our true desire. You know, sometimes we just have to disregard what we see around us and listen to that voice within. What is it in this world you must do? You know, sometimes you just need to close your eyes. Envision who you really are, what you are destined for. You know, I can say with confidence, you are destined for greatness. You just sometimes need to find out who you really are. At, you know, when I was 35 years old, you know, 28 years after that thought of being inspired, of becoming someone like April O'Neill, I thought, yes, it was time. And when my grandmother who raised me passed away, it truly made me realize that I have to go all in. You know, I have to achieve what I was meant to achieve. I have to follow my calling and not give up. So I was determined to find a way to make it happen. Now, I started to report and post my stories on the internet and the world discovered who I was. You know, achieving millions of views worldwide on my content. And when you see the expression on my face in my videos, it was so apparent that I was determined to go after what I desired. My burning desire was so clear. You know, you would see me on video that I was determined to stand by my personal statement until I succeeded. You know, Napoleon Hill's words stuck with me. When a person really desires and thinks so deeply that he is willing to stake his entire future on a single turn of the wheel in order to get it, he or she is sure to win. And so the most important thing when you ask something in this world is think about your thoughts. What makes a difference are our thoughts. You know, I got a chance to work on Sky News in Australia as a television reporter, even without a journalism degree. And that was in 2008. You know, and no, my bachelor's degree was in economics and my experience was in investments. With this knowledge, I took the challenge of writing the stories, writing scripts for interviews, producing shows, lining them up, and supporting the host. But deep down inside, it was my dream 
to be the person sharing the news. You know, writing was a gift. Sharing the news on TV was a desire. On the first week of my intern for Sky News, and it was unpaid, I was already writing stories and writing the material for the host for the interviews. And my skills were God-given talents because within a week I was hired. Though there is something true about true success, you will fail. It happens. So during the recession, you know, in 2008-2009, the global financial crisis, I was told they could not extend the contract due to budget constraints and could only hire me as a freelancer. While I felt I lost. What was most important to me is that it showed me, myself, that I could do it. I could write stories. But my biggest, biggest, biggest mistake, I went back to my comfort zone back into the investments world, an area that was so easy for me to get in because I was really good with investments, I was really good with clients. Years went by and nothing happened in terms of my desire. But until I got married with my husband, you know, he saw me doing videos, telling stories on our honeymoon. And he said to me, Laura, you have a gift. You have to use it. He planted that seed in my mind of the definite major purpose. And at first, I disagreed. I thought Australia would not give me the opportunity because of the colour of my skin. Just look at the TV channels. And I copped, you know, and where did these thoughts come from? The thing is, when I was young, you know, ever since I was born, I copped so much racism since being a kid. And I used to be told like so many times, get out of the country. You do not belong here. But I always only thought myself as being Australian. It is all that I knew. And, and another one, you know, I've been in the corporate world you know, for a very long time. And even though they knew my potential and they knew my talents were untapped, it's only now the theme of diversity and inclusion is being discussed, you know, and it's so dominant, it's such a dominant topic. And feeling like I was undeserving of success, even though deep down inside, I knew, I knew my desire. I mean, how many excuses do we make you know, that we have for ourselves that are just untrue. They're like total BS, they're just untrue. And they're holding us back. You know, what people say about us, some of the things that's been said, you know, just get rid of them. You know the truth, the truth. And this is honestly at its best, the truth. But now I realize it was just the wrong thinking. You know, I was using these thoughts of the reasons of not to. Rather, I needed to have the thoughts of, why not? Why mustn't I? I should.
Napoleon Hill said, it doesn't matter where you come from. You know, what matters is your burning desire. And he did so much study over decades. You know, plus my real thought about when I was a girl, you know, dreaming to share on a world scale to make an impact. You know, to go to the USA and dream big. Anything is possible. You know, over time, I was constantly intensifying my desire to become a world-class speaker and in return to give you know my knowledge my wisdom and inspiration for those desiring a better life and in the think and grow rich book psychologists have said when one is truly ready for a thing it puts on in its appearance and i ask myself this question does my readiness show in my appearance and if not why is it fear? I learned from the book what a different story our life would be if we adopt a definite purpose and stand by our purpose until it becomes an all-consuming obsession. Barnes showed the example about this determination and persistence. You know, it was destined to mow down all opposition and bring him the opportunity he was looking for. You know, opportunity, it can be disguised in, you know, some form of hiccup in your life and misfortune or, you know, some problem for that matter. But maybe this could be the reason, just maybe, why some people may feel that they fail, you know, to recognize that it's actually an opportunity. In the last six months, I made three bad calls. And it was a bad call. You know, I stayed in Sao Paulo for way too long than I was supposed to because of business ventures that were proposed to me. The first business venture I followed through for three months because I believed in education for the future. But I learned the person was actually untrustworthy and not the type of person that I could work with. And then the second business venture. I followed through for six months and put all my sweat and efforts because I believed in the future of quantum. Until I learned that the business partner never kept his word and he was so unreliable and not the type of person that I could work with long term. You know, in the book, Napoleon Hill also says that one of the reasons why people fail is having a bad business partner or associate. You know, I always kept this in mind. And so that's a very, you know, one of the biggest learning lessons. Sometimes we just have to learn to say no to some business ventures and say yes to our dreams first. You know, after temporary defeats in my life, I realized I was destined to follow what was initially provided to me in the form of hosting my own TV show from the United States. And it was there, my desire was there, you know, after showing my work to the world. The question though was, was I ready? Was I afraid of success? You know, never, never, ever. Let your fear get in the way of what you're supposed to do in this world.
using the great example of Barnes, he literally thought of himself into partnership with the great Edison. You know, his desire was so strong. Barnes started with nothing, but he knew what he wanted, and he had the determination to focus on his desire until he got it. He had no money to start with, he had little education, he had no influence, but what he had was initiative, faith, and most importantly, the will to win. So I thought, what was my excuse? I have all three, initiative, faith, and the will to win. This was more than enough. But something that we always need to keep in mind as well during our journey before success comes as we need to be sure to meet with temporary defeat and perhaps you know some failure as quoted by the book. So along the way I encourage you to feel at peace when you do fail. It's hard to digest, yes, but it's part of the journey. And remember to burn the ships. You know, in the book, the story of Mr. Darby is such a great example of why we should not quit our desired goal, our burning desire. Remember it. He lost because he stopped three feet short of the goal. And one of the most common causes of failure is a habit of quitting when we are overtaken by temporary defeat. Remember this, of the 500 people that Napoleon Hill studied, they said their greatest success came just one step, yes, one step beyond the point at which defeat had overtaken them. You know, failure, it's a trickster, complete trickster, with a keen sense of irony and cunning. And it can take the great delight in tripping one when success is almost within reach. Now, our experiences are a blessing in disguise. You know, it taught me to keep going no matter how hard it is going to be. And why? Because my talent was apparent and others were providing me with the superb feedback. Analyze your experiences. Find the lessons, you know, how it's taught you. You know, I learned that for me, I can only work with trustworthy people. You know, people who understand who I am. And, you know, burn the ships if I want to succeed. Burn the ships, you know, go all in. And don't, you know, don't. Allow the external appearances hold true of who you are destined to be. You know, think global. The world will accept you as you are. If you accept you as you are. The answer you may be looking for all your life is found within, you know, even in your own mind. And it certainly was there all along for me. I just needed that quiet space and to ask the right intelligent questions. You know, think and grow rich. It's about the state of mind 
the definiteness of purpose. You know, this is from Napoleon Hill's research, 25 years, analyzing more than 25,000 people. You know, success comes to those who are just so conscious about success. And rule failure, that can come to those who, you know, thinking differently to allow themselves to become failure conscious, you know, thinking about all the excuses why things cannot be done. You know, through the journey of the series, you can learn about the art of changing your mind from failure consciousness to the success consciousness. And I will, you know, use my own experiences of using the book, meditating on the book, and also my own personal study. You know, as humans, we were made to survive, and we can also train ourselves to thrive, not just survive. And being in the right environment, that helps tremendously, truly. You know, a massive mistake that I, you know, that I'd like to share is, you know, one weakness that we can possess is a habit of measuring everything and everyone by our own impressions. You know, with someone who's been such a great example of all time is Henry Ford. He was a success and he applied the principles of 